was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. You stupid monkey. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that could tell you about all the games that are coming out this week, but then we'd have to kill you. My name is Fuzzy Dan, and joining me today is a man who signed away his firstborn child under a review embargo. It's Johnny Tartlips. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Tell him to go suck a lemon. <laughs> How you doing, Dirty? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm better. I'm on the mend. Yeah. Still coughing up a lung, but doing it in style. Well, yeah, you took uh, last week's episode off. I was joined by Mr. G-Man Lives. That's right, yes. Um, and, uh, of course, a lot of people seem to love that episode. And, yeah. Um, he's just released a video review of the old school Metroid Prime on GameCube that came out. Oh, nice. Um, which is rated at, like, 97% on, re- on Metacritic still to this day, like, 12 years after its release. So, yeah, wow. Yeah, so um, to sort of get people ready for the new Metroid game, he's gone back and reviewed, essentially, everyone's favourite one on the GameCube. And it's a pretty good video. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I do love... That's one of the things I like about Metacritic. It is very snapshot in time. You understand what that, the context of those review scores were at that time. It's yep. not one of those ones that, like, oh, you know, two years later, we're going to trash trash score the reviews on them and bring them down it yeah. actually tells you what that game was actually worth or was valued at at that stage so yeah. i really like that yeah and it's still sort of held up that score as well which is kind of fucking cool so. yeah nice yeah well it was it was a great it was a great show i loved listening to it um oh, yeah thank you for uh, filling in for me while i'm still you know dying yeah. slowly yeah, I might, uh, I might see if I can uh, get his thoughts on some of the uh, the Game of the Year picks as well. So, oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Big teaser for that, man. We're going to come out with a big Game uh, game of the Year episode soon. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, I think Michael, before the end of the year as well, at some point as well, get him back on because we haven't had him since Devil May Cry, I think. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Definitely need to get him back on. Like, I was actually thinking about it this week, like, Game of the Year this year. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. It's I've gone through all my categories and I'm stuck on actual game of the year. Yeah, it's it's really it's going to be a really interesting one because I don't know if there's been a very clear standout like a like a God of War or something like that that was clearly an amazing game yeah. that deserves the the overall crown. So I've got a couple of contenders actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. uh, interesting. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that conversation. We keep everything secret here. Yeah. We don't tell each other anything. Nah, that's not what's heard. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, well, somebody else who doesn't say anything uh, is a man uh, called Michael from yes. Culture Shock Collectibles. He's a sponsor of the show. Yes. And they're awesome. He does say a lot, actually. He says a lot. Well, he's on the show via and toys. So and, uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram and yes. stuff like that. Yes, he's very, the, very that's communicative right. on that. Yes. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, he uh, he is from Culture Shock. Shock Collectibles, they do a lot of hot toys and all your nerdy collectible needs. Yep. Some amazing stuff out this week, buddy. Did you see the one he posted last night? I did not. The uh, the Friday the 13th hot toy? Hot toy? Yes. Friday the 13th? Yes. What? Yep. Now available for that's, horror fans. There we go. a hot toy. It's not a hot toy? No. Well, it's a, it's a toy. It's a statue. It's a whatever. It's the same sort of it's thing. It's an icon statue. That's what it is. Uh, there's also the nun. There's uh, some Michael Myers. Um, the scary one, not the the stupid one from Austin Powers. Um, he's got some gremlins in there. It's all, the horror fans are going to love that shit. So. He's also got a, a heap of Mandalorian gear as well with Mandalorian coming out. And, oh, man. Uh, oh, man. I'm sitting on the fence about buying that Mandalorian hot toy because it looks pretty rad. It's pretty cool. I sent you a picture of my new uh, screensaver, which is Boba Fett, the, uh, the hot, hot toy. As a hot toy, yeah. It's pretty cool though, right? I'm sitting there going, I can do that. It's pretty badass. <laughs> That's the thing you, you get with, with buying a hot toy is you can pose it. 
in any way the body allows it. And when you take a photo of it, it looks like the real thing. Yeah. Uh, and, the, yeah, it is absolutely amazing. So, yeah, definitely check all of those out. They're available. Uh, there's also some more uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, uh, toys. Out. Turtles. They're pretty cool. And um, did you see this one? I'm not sure about this one. I'm unsold on this. Yes. It's the uh, Darth Vader. Oh, he's like covered in like yeah. an urban camo sort of style. Yeah, it's kind of like, it kind of looks like Kylo Ren's fixed up helmet. After it yeah. with all the red cracks in it and stuff. But instead of red cracks, it's like grey. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm unsure about it. You still need to own a Funko Pop, don't you? I I may ha, may oh, need to. Some. He does. I bought him lots. You don't have one. No, I give them to him because he likes to play with them. Maybe that should be your prize for the trivia. Should you win, is is a Funko Pop? <laughs> At some stage, you're gonna have to explain to Little Fuzz why you keep the toys in the box because he likes to obviously take them out and play with them. Uh, well, they're, they're not really like movable figures, though. So I don't nec- like for a toddler, maybe. Y- yeah. You're you're also not under ten years old, so the no. appeal of keeping things in the box is completely different for you. Yeah, no, I keep things in the box because <laughs> they look great on the shelf, like. No, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. And then the resale value is, if you yes. want to get rid of some. Is yeah, no, he's still in the uh, hands-on experience phase. So I think Mark has also got the Black Series Star Wars toys, where you can get the Mandalorian for like 30 40 bucks. There we go. Yeah. Could be something to do. Andy Campbell has a lot of those. There we go. Yeah. Well, check him out, cultureshockcollectibles.com, yep. um, and get all of your nerdy needs Link will be, uh, sorted. Below. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, we're going to go on to some news now. Buddy. We've been talk- we haven't actually talked about this one because we've, it's, it was last week when you talked to G-Man that came out. Yes. Death Stranding. Yes. Interesting reviews. There's been some mixed reviews. I still have not had a chance to play this because I've been caught up in, in some other stuff yes. uh, that I've been reviewing. But Death Stranding, really interesting reviews. Some people are you know, rating it high. Some people are rating it quite low. Um, if you look at the Stack website, they rated it a fish out of five. So yeah, <laughs> I did see that. Uh, <laughs> Great review, yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Amy. It was actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, look, I, th- I think there's some really interesting reviews about this game. It's really polarized a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because well, it's just one of those weird titles. It's a Kojima title. Like that guy just does weird shit. Hideo Kojimbles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say that it, it it has had the biggest IP launch of any title in this current generation in Japan. In Japan, what about is this set on worldwide or not? Uh, well, I've looked at some of the other markets. The yeah. other big market that it's had is the UK. It's the second right. biggest PS4 uh, game this year in the UK. Well, look well, behind Days Gone was the, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Days Gone was a big one. That was the zombie yeah. one with Whitworth, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look, you know, the Death Stranding is sponsored by Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is <laughs> sponsored by Monster Energy Drink. Lewis Hamilton is also from the UK. You know. Well, there you go. There's it, a, it could be a thing. Yeah, Monster Energy Drink must be big in the UK. It's, it's going to be. Here. Oh, look, I think it was one of the uh, the sell-offs. Like, they talked about this during the development phase. They was like, we had to have some trade-offs. We said, basically, you have free license to do everything you want. And Hideo Kojima went, yes, thank you very much. And they said, but we got to do a bit of product placement and stuff like that. So they gave him free license. But Monster Energy? Eh, Better I, than Red Bull. But I mean, it's like, you think about it like... Like the the Fallout series, they had the Nuka Colas. It's the, kind of the same thing. Yeah, but Nuka Cola is a fictional. I I know. It's, I know it's fictional, and I understand that that's uh, you know. But this is, I, I suppose, it's realistic. It's a real world thing that still exists in that time yeah. potentially. I can understand the reasons for it, um, and I don't I, I don't hold that against them. It's just one of those things. So at least it's not Red Bull. 
Red Bull's product marketing is a slap in the face. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Instead of building letters, it can give you wings when you drink. It. <laughs> but look, it's some really, it's some really interesting stuff coming out about mm. it. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to playing. It's in my Delight pile of shame at the moment. Um, so I will. I think Days Gone is on my pile of shame, and you've taken that from my pile. Yeah, I'll give that back to you because I'm done with that one. Uh, but yes, it, it, I think it's kind of in that similar boat. But we yeah. will. Uh, I'll definitely play that and before the end of this year I want to get it in there before the uh, Game of the Year episode yeah. so that we've got a good idea about some of those like because that's a massive release yeah it's a big game like you know, we, we both own all three consoles and PC as well and it's it's probably something we should cover off at some point. Yeah. Um, I have no interest in it, though. That's After all right. Metal Gear 5, I... I got you back, buddy. Yeah. I got you back. <laughs> back, like, back like a butt crack. <laughs> uh, look, we've got a, a bunch of new releases coming out this week, um, yeah, and yeah. this week and next week, which we're really excited about. we got special episodes as well, yeah. We do, and we're going to talk about that right now. Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order. Um by the time that this episode comes out, yep. you'll have about eight hours before the uh, before so, the review so this, goes this live. Episode, this episode <laughs> will drop uh, midnight um, Australian time. So oh yes, yeah. Twelve o'clock uh, in a couple of hours. Twelve o'clock. Yeah. Uh, this episode will release. Yeah. Four p.m. Friday. Yeah. Melbourne time. So I think that's nine p.m. in the states. Yes, uh, that's correct. Nine p.m. Pacific time. A review for Jedi Fallen Order will drop and um, be hot that's, off that's, the that's, presses. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yes, so that's all he can say yep. on pain of death. Johnny Tightlips, everybody. On a pain of sense of accomplishment. And pride. <laughs> How was it, duty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check that out. We're going to do a... I, I still haven't had a chance to play it this, this week. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to record a special episode on Sunday, release it whenever, like it's going to be just on Star Wars because yeah. we are both... Yeah, we've got massive wood. Yeah. And not that piece of wood is our review. Anyway, <laughs> uh, look, it's a very exciting game. So yeah. special episode, stay tuned for that. Um, we've also got Pokemon Sword and Shield. That comes out uh, tomorrow as well. That's correct, um, yeah. I think we will be reviewing that as well. Um, I, th- I think we get that. I definitely won't be because... I will be. Yeah, yeah there we yeah. go. So <laughs> I, think, uh, that, I think we get that tomorrow. So that'll be next week's Tomorrow, episode, think, yeah. tomorrow, I hate Pokemon tomorrow. What about Digimon? And also them. Well, if you had to pick one... If I had to pick if between a Pokemon, Pokemon game and the Digimon game came out at the same time, and I took one, that means you have to take the other one. I would take Pokemon over Digimon. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Because they're digital monsters as opposed to pocket monsters. I feel pocket monsters are more controllable than digital ones. Well, digital monsters is like Digimon's a bit like uh, Ready Player One. You have to go into their world to to experience Digimon. Digimon aren't in the real world. It's like a VR thing. Yeah, that's a bit weird. It's just an extra level of weird that I feel that I need the pocket control of the monster to be able to... Yeah, I like throwing things at monsters, so yes. All right, then. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so they're both coming out uh, on Friday Friday the 15th. 15th. So So, tomorrow or today, if you will. Yeah, Tomorrow or today. Tomorrow from the time of recording, today when you're listening to it. Right now, yes. Um, Okay, so what else is coming out? We've got a couple other games dropping midweek. Okay. Uh, which is uh, very interesting next week. Yep. Uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts is coming out. Yes. Uh, so, so anyone who's liked the Sniper Ghost Warrior series, that's coming out in contract form. Um, so we've 
got a review copy coming sometime. If you go over uh, data allocation, they charge you double. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a month-to-month contract. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, it's a $99 sign-up fee. <laughs> we've got a review coming, uh, coming sometime, but it is being delayed. So um, yeah. we got asked for expressions of interest about three weeks ago and have heard nada since then. So We'll keep you updated. Yeah. Yes, we will. Uh, speaking of uh, things that are coming out next week, Terminator Resistance. Now, this is the interesting thing. Uh, I was uh, up last night playing Rainbow Six Siege on the PC. I've been doing a little bit more of that now. Sure. Uh, and I was actually playing with G-Man and, and a couple of his mates. And um, we wrapped up and G-Man said, hey, man, check out YouTube. And I was like, wow, what's going on? I was like, someone has an early copy of Terminator Resistance for yep. PlayStation. And they are putting the entire campaign on YouTube right now. Wow. In segments. Part one, part two, part three. I, I watched part ten. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of... it's. <sighs> The graphics seem a little, uh, a little bit dated. End, high end 360 PS3 graphics. Okay. Um, and I don't know how anyone will necessarily take this, but I got just from watching this guy leaking the gameplay, I got a little bit of an Alien Colonial Marines vibe from. Yeah, it. I I got a little bit of that too. I watched some of the. You sent me the link. I watched some this yeah. morning. I got a little bit of that too. The 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 idea and the the actual property of a, doing a Terminator game. The, the options are fucking limitless. Yeah. But like I. I I really want to see the the thought process of using an Uzi to kill a T eight hundred because it's a T eight hundred. Like you need like pulse wa- pulse wave phasma rifles and all that sort of shit. Yes, you do also need Uzi. like you know, or like C four or Lava. you know yeah something that's you know going to destroy a, a robot. Not yeah. not fucking bullets because bullets are doing yeah. nothing. I, I I saw some things in gameplay that like. There are T-800s in levels and stuff like that, and they act like sort of like patrols in a Metal Gear game. Like, they'll stand still, then they'll move somewhere else. I'm like, why are they moving? They're Terminators. They're all connected to the one, like, net. They can all see what everyone else can see. Mm. So, like, a guard got alerted. He hacked into the guard, and then all the other guards in the area went, eh. That, see, that's what I need, a Terminator stealth game, because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was, a, there was the, the idea of, um, and this was in a chat as well, of make a Terminator game where we play as a Terminator. In the in the future, and we try and kill the resistance. I'm like, fuck yeah! Do that. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, it'd be it'd be hard to do because you won't necessarily need to crouch. But it's like if you want to take less damage, turn around and get them to shoot at your back because like they okay. always use the black their back plate to block bullets. Yeah, okay, Simple. it could work. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. So, yeah, Terminator Resistance coming out next week. Um, we may or may not review that one. It, it, I, I'm going to say maybe not. It looks kind of like it's a movie tie-in. It can't be worse than Dark Fat. Oh, some people still love Dark Fate. Like I've seen so many things on Twitter saying it's it's a great film. What's what was wrong yeah, with it? Those people are wrong. That's okay. They're allowed to be wrong. Yeah, you liked Natalia Natalia Reyes? No, Natalia Reyes. Yeah, I, I I thought she was a, a a better Sarah Connor than Sarah Connor was in her day. Nah, I watched Terminator One yeah. last week. Nah, yeah, I I liked. She was in a shitty movie. Like you put her in in the original Terminator movie. I think she's acting the pants off fucking Sarah Connor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of things that are coming out next week, yes. the big one that's coming out next week, well, it might be a big one, if you knew that it was fucking coming out, is the Google Stadia. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Completely forgot about that. Uh, yeah, exactly right. I think that's what they want you to think. Like, I, I, okay, I do have an official pronunciation on this as well. Yeah. Stadia. Yeah, I always call it Stadia. Yeah, I know. I said Stadia because, you know, that's how it's There's spelled. There's no R in it. It's fucking Latin. Yeah, but there's no R in it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so it's coming out on the 19th of November, so I think it's like Monday or Tuesday next week, so yep, it's, it's pretty early now next that, week. Is that Australian release? Uh, it is worldwide release. Okay, yep. 
this is what I'm, 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 I've wanted this in the news store because they've got a list of the launch titles that are coming out. And tell, stop me when you find a good game in here. Uh, okay. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Destiny uh, 2. No, no. Oh, look. Okay, I understand why people love them. I'm not a fan of them, but sure. yes, go on. Just Dance 2020. That's still out on the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb good Raider. Game. Good game. Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Good game. Uh, they've got Mortal Kombat 11. Good game. Yeah. Uh, Kine. What? Guilt. Kine. Yeah. Never heard of it. Nope. Right. Samurai Showdown and Thumper. So we have about 12 titles on launch. That's their fucking launch pack. I'm surprised there's no there's no Jedi Fallen Order or something. Nope, nothing, none of or, that. Or they're not doing they're not doing those big titles because those big titles may not be able to work on the the but, compression that they're using. But on, Doom on Eternal the, is coming to the Stadia. Yeah, well, we'll see. We will see, but like, and some of the uh, some of the developers, and specifically one of the guys from uh, that developed Kine. So Kine's like a little puzzler kind of game. Okay, uh, they are basically worried that the whole thing might just collapse on itself. Well, this is going to be a real good sort of like we've seen with Game Pass and the EA EA Play, I think it's called uh, EA Access. EA Access, yep. where yeah, 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 yeah. Access. Uh, I can't yeah. call it the <laughs> EA Play Access, but it's it's one of those things where like it's a Netflix for your console. Yeah. I've signed up to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate now, so I'm spending 15 bucks a month on my Gold and my Game Pass. Rather than spending 13 bucks a month, I'm spending an extra two bucks to get my Gold subscription, which is great. But yeah. This is going to be a nice, this is going to be a really good testing and proving ground for future consoles, just being able to be a, a controller and a, and, a, and a stream service sort of. Yeah. Thing. Well, essentially, so you, you can the way that you access it, you buy one of their sta- Stadia controllers, um, or uh, what you do is you can buy the Pro Pack. So you can upgrade to the Pro Pack and use whatever controller that you would like yep. to connect to the service. So you pay a little bit extra and you basically get to use your own controller. Well, uh, Darksiders... Shit, what's the new Darksiders game? There is, there is a bunch That's of games... That's coming out to Stadia before... Like six, no, six months, but like... Two months before consoles, so that that's rumored. There's a bunch of stuff that's rumored to be part of was rumored to be part of the launch pack. Yeah, that is not far, part of the official list. Uh, that may well that is scheduled to come out before the end of the year. Okay, so they've said there's like a launch window. So these yeah. are the titles that you'll get day one. Yeah, and then the rest of them will come out by the end of the year. Yep, yep, yep. So, okay. yeah, but I think what they're doing is they're testing the waters with these. This yep. is like their beta testing on a large scale. See if it works, and then if it works, then they're rolling out Roll more. out the rest, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, for people with shitty internet, so Australians, yep. um, who has like, it's like the 50th worst internet in the world, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Yeah, no, it's terrible. So, if you're worried about dropouts, connections, all the rest of it, they have said that there is like a like a game saving thing. So if your internet drops out, you've got like a couple of minutes to reboot it, and it will save your game in that particular state until you can reconnect again. So the idea is like if you can't reconnect your internet within a couple of minutes because then it basically restarts you at the late, uh, the previous checkpoint. checkpoint yeah. Okay, okay. So it saves That's like cool. a it does like a profile check. Like every time you get to a checkpoint, it's like okay, there's a profile saved, so it saves to your uh, account, mm-hmm. and then you can save like you're in the lounge and. Yeah, you know, your wife My comes wife. in and basically says, I want the TV, go to the other room. You could log off and then go into the other room and connect up and continue okay, your that's, game. That's, oh, that's kind of cool. That's the intention, but it also works apparently with dropouts. So. See, that's, that's where I like the switch, where if she says, I want the TV, I can let's just go dunk and take it out of the... Dunk. Perfectly fine. It's a great... Yeah. So, look, 
I think it's a very bold game style. It's a it's a very interesting thing that we've never seen before. Yeah. I'm worried that they won't have the ability to play the triple A like high graphics titles like yeah. like, like Red Dead Redemption Two. That was like a remember it was like a hundred gig or something to like download. Yeah, it was huge. How are they gonna get that content on a streaming service? You're gonna have when you're moving from a town to sort of the middle of it, like when you're riding from town to town. You're going to have stuttering and lagging issues, I reckon. 100%. There'll be frame rate drops. There'll be all sorts of stuff. The, I know that the, the current version that's come out on PC is having a lot of problems as well. Yep. So there's a lot of like uh, people with you know, high-end beastly machines yep. just not able to run it at a, like, at a proper frame rate. So. I was seeing as well on the... Um, you can go onto... Should you, if you have an Xbox, you can get the Xbox app and you can go online and shit like that. Yeah. You can go into the store and actually see what the highest rated playing games are. And it, it actually stays up to date. So like number one is still Fortnite, but number two is Call of Duty. So on and so forth. I think Red Dead's like number five still. Yeah. Like people are actually playing Red Dead online now. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I, I have, I've literally not gone back to it. I played that multiplayer for like a week on launch, and have not gone back. So yeah, I, wanna, I might go back to it. Yeah, it might be worth Maybe. a look. Might yeah. be, might be worth a little retrospective look there. Yeah, retrospective from last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's an online service. But yeah, so there we go. So the, uh, if you're interested in the launch of uh, Stadia that comes out next week, yeah, I mean launching alongside Disney Plus and all the rest of it, it will be very interesting to see how it goes. I wouldn't commit to buying like a whole year membership for Stadia just yet. Nah. Maybe just see how it goes for the first month and yeah. then uh, maybe get onto it. Maybe a nice little Christmas present for yourself. Yeah. How yeah. much is a controller doing? Like 50 bucks or something, wouldn't it? No, the, the controllers are worth a bit. So I think the controller you spend like, it's like 150 bucks. or That's uh, not too bad. Yeah. The, the new Elite controller for Xbox is 250 Yeah, yeah. Which looks okay, but yeah. like it's, it's, it's a lot of money to spend on something that's a maybe at this stage. Yeah. So just hold off and maybe just wait and see how it goes. Yeah, it might be one of those things that in a couple of months' time you might see... Uh, on the Once Facebook the Marketplace, I have a Stadia controller for sale for $70. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like those guys that bought, remember they tried to do the, the Ouya? The uh, Android system, that little cube uh, that was yeah, play your Android games on your Ouya. TV? Did you buy one? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Hell no. And they had the, the Steam console as well. Yeah. Ouya. Oh, no. <laughs> well, there we go. That's the news for this week. Buddy, we've got a couple of games to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we've got some to talk about. I've, uh, I've actually been playing technically three... Oh, I've been playing two, but technically three games. Oh, yeah, yeah. look at that. I just remembered at the last minute. There we go. One of them, of course, you can't talk about. No, no, no. All the, the one I can't talk about, I will say for the special, but I've actually okay. been playing an indie game that I completely forgot I've been playing as well. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. who are you and what have you done yeah, with Johnny yeah, got, Tightlips? It was, uh, it was, it was uh, essentially... Uh, I was waiting for, for a title that uh, must not be named um, to install. And I went onto my Game Pass and I was like, hey, there's like a two gig game I can download. I'm like, yeah, we talked about it. Like, people are hyping it up. We talked about it like previously on like coming to Game Pass. I'm, like, I'm, I'm intrigued now. I picked it up. It's After Party. The okay. Game where you die, you go to hell, and you have to out drink Satan. <laughs> it is outstanding. It's a really fun game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's only on Game Pass. I think, or you can buy it as well. But yep, dude, give it a look. It's really like you have to like out drink like d- demonic frat boys and play beer pong. And when you hold the pong up, it's got a little arch, and you have to throw it. And when you're drunk, it sways. Oh, so okay. Like, as you're losing, you have to keep drinking, and then it sways and it gets fucking harder. So it's it's really fun. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. After party. Yeah, give it a look. There we go. Well, look, I will say, well, I've got a little indie game that I've been playing this week, which I. Am like addicted to. I played this for like four hours Dead the other Tales. night. 
What's that? Dead Cells? No, not Dead Cells, yes. <laughs> it's a game that I had originally watched, Little Fuzz. He'd been watching it on uh, one of his YouTube uh, channels he watches. Right? Minecraft. It wasn't Minecraft. <laughs> Pixar. Uh, no, it's none of those things. Ah. Anyway, it was a guy that I think he traditionally does like you know um, Minecraft videos, but he was playing this game as part of a promotional thing that he did. Yeah. It's called Bad North. None of it. It's a, it's a little game with like these little sort of like pixel like 8-bit Viking characters yep. and you, you get like a different like selection you get pikemen and soldiers and archers and you basically have to defend an island against like raiding Vikings okay. and each time you like each level was a different island you move to and you get different bad guys coming up and you have to use different tactics to stop them Okay, and you can upgrade your different units so there's stronger weapons and you know all the rest of it it is really addictive I highly recommend playing it What's it it's on? available on Games Pass yep. it's called Bad North and it is so much fun. So, highly, highly recommend that. Yep. I think there's mobile versions available as well, but and there are versions on the PC. Yep. But it is really playable on the uh, on on your console, and so so much fun. It looks beautiful. It's really good. Right. All so right. yeah, Bad North again. One of those games. It's like you know, two gig to download. Yeah. But it will occupy so much of your time. It is really good. There really go. good. Bad word. North and uh, Bad and North and After, after Party. Party. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Two little indie games coming out this week. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and you've also been playing something else. I, a bit of a classic. Yeah, I've been playing, uh, and my wife's been playing. Yeah, the, wife. The Disney classic Aladdin and Lion King. Oh, yes. Um, so the, the Lion King. The Lion King. We're going to um, really enunciate. Yeah. So, uh, of course, this, this title, thank you very much as well to, uh, to, to, to you know, the, our partners for getting us a, a preview copy. Shout out. Um, and uh, as soon as this, this game came in, I, I turned to my wife and said, Hey, my wife. Um, and I said, hey, look. <laughs> It'll never get old. No, no. And uh, I said, hey, i got a Disney game. Got a review copy. I have to do a video for it. There's a bit of a bit of a change up. Would you actually like to do the video for it? And she goes, oh, what is it? And I'm like, it's your two favorite movies. It's the Aladdin and the Lion King. And she jumped with fucking joy. She's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll play that. And I'm like, now you play it. You'll have to review it. You'll have to. I did the video editing, but she recorded everything. Sure. Um, she got frustrated. Of course, because these are the two fucking hardest games of all fucking time. It gets better. She got real frustrated. It got to the point where she was slamming the controller I bought for her for, for her birthday present last year. She was slamming that on her knees. I mean, you're either going to break your knees or break your controller. And then two minutes later, she starts profusely crying. Oh, because no. Because it is that hard. Then her mum walks in the room. Wait, wait. Was it was it the monkeys or was it the giraffes? Yeah, yeah it was I Can't Wait to Be King. Yeah. yeah. It was that level. Yeah. And she's cr- she's like crying, yeah. and then tears in the house. So mum comes and checks it out because you know, we're saving it. We're saving for a house, and she goes, "What's happened?" And, her, and Mon's gone. I can't get past this level, and it's fucking hard. And her mum just laughs at her and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after that, like she, I, I just said to her, "I'm like, look." Don't use the thumbsticks because the game isn't built for thumbsticks. It no. is built for a D-pad. It's built to uh, left, right, up, down. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Diagonals don't work in this. No. Game. I'm like, play with the th- play with the thumbsticks. Like, yet you're dying, but learn from dying. This, like, you're dying because you're sliding and falling off after a certain amount of time. So I'm like, so you have to move quick. Yeah. So after that, she was just like, okay, cool, and she was getting through the levels fine. Um, I pl- I give it a crack, of course. I've I've been playing it. Um, she needed a help. She needed a hand at some points, and I'm sure. playing it. She's a lot better at it than I am. I'm fucking rage-inducing on this game. That game is fucking hard, man, because like the, the, the margin for error is huge. Yep. You look like you're about to make a, like a landing, and it's just like you're, you couldn't be further away from actually catching it. Yep. It's so annoying. 
Yeah. Well, uh, there is, of course, there's this, the Sega version and the Nintendo version of the Lion King. So they get both access both to both versions, versions yeah. Yep. Uh, and there is the Sega version, the uncut version, and the demo version of Aladdin. So the demo version of Aladdin includes levels that you never got to see before. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, so it's, it's, it's fun. You can hit the... Um, Rather than in previous sort of re-releases of games, having to quit the game completely, go back to your home or your your main menu and your, on your console, and then go back into the game. Yeah. If you hit the select button or the big touch screen button for your controller or the the sort of select view button on your Xbox, it yes. pulls out this little sub menu that pops out from the side, going, you know, oh, would you like to change games or would you like to save the game or would you like to load the game? Mm. And uh, we figured out this little cheat that if you if you're if you, you know, jump jump past a heap of giraffes or something and you're on this little island and you know this is the area you get stuck, <coughs> you can pull out this little sub-menu, save the game right there, Yeah. fail and lose all your lives and all your continues, load it, and it restacks to exactly where you died. Ah, see? So Mon's like slowly been good chipping, a, chipping away at each little part and saving it and going over it and saving it and going over it. See, that's what I think that's what modern games are missing is those old school cheats. Yeah. We need some old, to- old school down, cheats. Up, down, all yeah. that stuff. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. Yeah. R2, R1, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you know, so, one of those things. Yeah, so it was... Um, it's Hot it's, copy. It's pretty fun. Mon, my wife gave it... Uh, my wife um, gave it a 3.5 out of 5, so 7 out of 10. Which is... Look, I liked it. I watched the video, and yep. I, I was very intrigued about how they presented it, because they presented it in the old school sort of square format, right? Yeah. They didn't make it widescreen. They didn't really fuck around with the graphics at all. They nope. kind of didn't do anything to it. Nope. They just packaged together the old game and put it in the modern day console and like and, and to uh, gave you access in a modern day console. Yeah, which is for me, I feel that's kind of personally, it's a little bit lazy. I would have liked to have seen them done. Hey, here's all of those games combined with a modern day, you know, glossy finish to it, and then yeah. it's in a widescreen format. Like, do something like that because Mon, Mon did say that in regards to sort of let's put it in current day graphics, like completely yeah. remaster it in current day graphics. I think. Two games, well, technically three if you or four if you got the final cut sort of version, and, and you play that. Forty bucks, not. It's it's not bad. I'd say maybe wait for it to go to that twenty thirty on sale. Yeah. Or if you trade in some games and you got some filler, then yeah, I'd take a look at it. But I reckon this game would fucking shine with Aladdin, with Lion King. Put fucking Hercules in there. Put some of the old classic other Disney games and just put it as a big bundle. The Disney package. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it'd be great. Like, even put in the Toy Story games, the Monsters Inc. I think there was a Monsters Inc. game as well. Like, throw sure. in all of those old school Disney games into one cartridge or one disc. The Great Mouse Detective, the game. Yep. Yeah. Basil, you, Basil you, the Great Mouse Detective. Where you solve a murder. <laughs> it's re- it gets really dark a, really a quick. Murder most Artemis Fowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think. Two games for forty bucks, not bad. Yeah. If it was five games for forty bucks, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it's in there. It's a in a really interesting little middle ground of a maybe it's recommend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, look, if you if you love Disney and the Lion King and you want to troll your partner, definitely, definitely <laughs> pick this up. Um, it is kind of cool hearing the sixteen bit versions of the themes and the songs and stuff, which is kind of cool. Nice. Um, yeah. No, it's I'd, I'd probably say yeah, it'd be three and a half out of five for me as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it feels like it loses a whole point just for just two games. Like, this yeah. so many. Like the, I bought the Hercules game on Steam for eight bucks. That game is amazing. Like, throw that in there. Hercules. It's fucking outstanding. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Did, which console did you play it on, by the way? Uh, Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Picked it up on the Xbox. Yeah. That, I think it would have been a really good Switch title. Yeah. We uh, we requested a Switch one, but then we yeah. got an Xbox one, which I, I find it easy to record uh, the game capture footage we do for our videos on on the Xbox. Sure. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't mind having the the portable on the way to work, but on the way to work you'll be going fuck fuck fuck. <laughs> or crying on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as most people are on the way to work, so that's yeah. right. Yeah. You fit in with the crowd. Okay, interesting. There we go. Yeah, so I'm interested to see if my wife or my wife will uh, watch either of those movies again. <laughs> Just not in the same light. Yeah, watch the there's the the video reviews up on our YouTube page on the Shaken Not Nerd YouTube page, and uh, I put a little I put a couple of memes in there. One of which is is Mon's reaction to after being asked to review this game. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you got warrior witches. Sit down. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's you've been, awesome. You've been playing something. I've been playing so I've been playing lots of things besides Call of Duty. Which I'm hooked on. I'm getting rid of that. I am hooked on it. I can't understand. I'm really I, good at I it. I bought that game to play with all of you. Yeah. I haven't played with one. I think I've played with Aaron and Ian. Yeah, yeah. And don't. that's it. And I played the first mission of the campaign, and I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> I'm hooked on it. I'm actually doing really well. So I, I've, I'm, I'm okay, but still. I've upgraded it. I've got my favorite weapons, got my favorite operators, the MP14A all the rest of it. and all that sort of stuff. Oh, mate, I've got, I've got every. It's great. I'm really enjoying it. I'm having great fun. There've been a bunch of different patches. They fixed up a couple of issues. The They've, shotgun still uses a rifle. Uh, well, there's there's some nerfing issues with the 725, yeah. but we'll go. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I, sorry I, for another time. I'm really enjoying it. I think it's still a really fun game. I think they. I think I said it in my video review. They've made a polished product again. They keep doing the same thing, like as in they keep making a quality game every year, and it's just awesome. Like they've changed it absolutely, and I think you have to keep changing these games every year because if you don't, then yeah. everyone just goes, "Oh, it's the same shit as last time," and then everyone, you know, you get people who complain about it being the same, yeah. and then people who complain about it changing. I've, so I've, you can't satisfy both, so you have to keep going. I yeah, think. I, found, I found with COD while I was playing, just because all I play is team deathmatch. I don't care for bomb or domination or any, I just play Team Deathmatch that's all I like yeah. um, is it sort of made me want to reinstall the 2015 Battlefront and play Blast Mode because it's okay. Blast Mode is exactly the same as the Call of Duty Team Deathmatch but it's with Star Wars weapons I will say that is my least favourite of the uh, of the game modes. There are uh, the the deathmatch modes. I think there are uh, all of the other ones like objective based games yeah. uh, are really fun. That ground war and they're massive maps, aren't they? Yeah, so they're like ground war is kind of like domination, except they've got five flags instead of three, yep. and it's just a larger scale. There's vehicles. There's all sorts of stuff. All right. Uh, it's kind of more. I feel it feels more battlefronty than anything else. But uh, I'm sorry, battlefield yeah. uh, than anything else. But so I, I don't pref I prefer the smaller maps, and they've released the um, like basically a practice range map uh, that you can play in now, and it's just basically these really tight corridors, wooden containers everywhere, and it's, it's just crazy fast because there are there is no single safe spot on the entire map. Yeah. Everywhere you go has about two different angles that you can't see looking at you, so you are just moving all the time, constantly moving. Things that people are dying, things are blowing up. It's crazy fun. So yeah. uh, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's really good fun. So if you haven't got it and you really like shooters, I think it's, it's really good. It's a good arcade shooter, but it's. Oh, absolutely. I don't find it as sustainable as Rainbow Six. You haven't obviously played the realistic team deathmatch mode then. You didn't like that? Yeah, nah. Ow. I shot someone in the head with a rifle and then I'm like, I'm still standing. I'm like, no, you're not. 
Yeah, the realistic mode, I think, is a lot more closer to the to, to Siege than you think it's it not is. As, Siege they've, is Siege they've, is made, they've made some significant changes in the last week to that realistic mode. So Yeah, Siege is still one shot to the head from any weapon. Like, a pellet from a rifle into the head, you did. Yeah, yeah. There's no way around it. Anyway... You've been playing something else. That's Welcome not back to Siegecast, where we just like jerk off Rainbow Six Siege for the whole time. Get it on PC, man. <laughs> um, I'm playing it on PC, but I've got my fucking controller plugged in. I'm playing with my Elite controller on the PC. Yeah, and I'm doing all right. Okay. Yeah. What? Why you would do that on a PC is beyond me. I cannot mouse and keyboard. I'm I'm sitting there going, shit. What do I? The have only to push? reason to play on, on on a PC is the mouse and keyboard. I don't know how to do it. I've oh my tried, goodness! And I, like, it's so much easier. I get this thing where, like, I aim. I'm looking at someone, and then I'll just like, I'll go, Ugh, and like. So, duty. The mouse used is used to move the screen around, I know. so you can you can look in a particular direction by moving the mouse with your hand. Yeah, you can yeah, use yeah. your right or left hand. But a lot you know, of people use their right. Yes. Um, no, I just find like if I'm and then there's these keys on the board. W A S D. They're highlighted for yeah. me. I know. <laughs> but like, I just find this thing where aiming down sights on a mouse. I'll like I'll see someone and like my wrist I'll like jerk like my wrist slightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah, well. <laughs> but I'll just be like I'll like I'll just freak out. I'm like spray and I'll hit nothing. Where a controller, I'm like I've got one hand. My other hand to shoot. Yeah. Is aiming. So I'm like my left hand is aiming while my right hand is shooting. So I'm like okay. it's it's two separate things for Mate, me. You need to do some serious button mapping on your keyboard. Anyway. Uh, we're, we're, we're left talking. hand is yeah. aim, right hand is shoot. That's that's the thing. <laughs> But yes, there we go. Yes. Uh, look, you've been playing something else. I did. I did play something else besides be like playing COD. Well, I played COD after I finished reviewing this game. I immediately put it down and have not gone back to it, and have since uninstalled the game, even though it's less than a week old. Really? Yes. I see a lot of people loving this game as well. They are incorrect. They are all corporate shills who are being paid to say that they like this game because anyone who tells you they like this game is fucking lying to you. Just like me with grid. Yes. All right. Uh, look, I, I'm just going to say that like, when I saw the review for this, I watched the review for this from IGN after I'd put my review up online. Yeah. They gave this game an 8 out of 10, which for them is basically saying it's a fucking buggy piece of shit, but they can't give anything less than an 8 because that's their score system. Yep. Essentially, their score system is 8 to 10, and that's it. Like, you want to you eat, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone want to eat? But yeah, they get they get all the access, they get everything that they p- could possibly want. Yeah, and they have to give them a good score because they're fucking corporate shills. Right. I've given it an honest score, and I honestly believe that it is a six. So uh, six, three, six, uh, yeah. three out of five. Three out of five, six out of ten. Yeah, okay. Spoiling my uh, my review of this game. We're talking, of course, about Need for Speed Heat. Right. Yeah. So basically, the premise of Need for Speed Heat sounds kind of cool as well. <laughs> Does it? It's it's daytime legal racing at a at a festival or something, isn't it? Yeah. And nighttime turns to illegal street racing, where you instead of like during the day, yeah, racing, you'll get money to upgrade your car. Yeah. But in order to unlock greater parts for the car, you need reputation, which you get from the illegal street racing. That's correct. Yes. But of course, with illegal street racing, there's traffic, there's civilians, there's there's cops. Yeah. And it sounds kind of cool. Like it sounds like a great premise. It. Does until yeah. you play it, and then you realise I'm having to do twice as many races to do exactly the same thing. Like you just you want to buy a really cool new part for your car, and you do a bunch of like daytime races. Yep. And then you go, oh shit! Now I've got to do fifty nighttime races to get you know build up my reputation to spend all that cash. So you're doing like twice as much racing as you normally would. Yeah. It's like uh, just 
it feels like a really lengthy, grindy process to get to the same goal. A little bit like stick a lane. Professional racing or street racing. You can't pick both. Pick one. Exactly okay. right. Like, and, and the daytime races, it's like, it's, yeah, yeah the closed off circuits in the middle Forza. of this. Yeah. It's, this whole fucking game is just like Forza's poor cousin. Okay. So Forza Horizon 4 that we, uh, we did last year, we played last year. Four or five? Uh, five. Yeah. Yeah. We played last year. Like, it's that, but like our worst version of that. Yeah, some people have attractive cousins. Look, somebody's <laughs> attractive cousins. And marry our cousins. Uh, yeah. What? Why would we want to do that? <laughs> I thought that was the whole point of this trip. <laughs> um, okay. How? Uh, I've got questions. I haven't played it. Sure. I love Need for Speed Most Wanted. That was probably my favorite Need for Speed game where you had the, the BMW yep. M3, I think it was. Yep. How is... The soundtrack, because the soundtrack is a big thing for an Need for Speed game. Okay, so this is based in I like heard a Robin Williams. Is Robin Williams in the game? Robin Williams. Yeah, it was uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> that that was me putting in oh, a little bit. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the game, and I went, "That's cool." No, no, no. That was me putting a meme in the background. I couldn't put the video up because it just had subtitles all through it, and it was terribly buggy. So, like, I just put it in the background. All right, just with Robin Williams. <laughs> okay, so that was a joke. All right, that's the joke. I got excited. Like, <laughs> cool. I'm like, cool. Right. You no, know, the soundtrack. Okay, so the setting is in Miami. Well, essentially, a you know. A, video game version of Miami. The retirement and crazy capital of the world. Yeah, because apparently yeah. they couldn't afford to use the name Miami, so they What's just... What's it called? I don't know. Fuck, who cares? Right. Fuck, fuckville. Um, it's, yeah, it's just stupid. Like, everything in there as well feels like it's a fucking neon rave at, in Miami. It's like... Yep. It's like daytime, like, fat EDM Cuban beats, and it's just... It's just all this really shitty music that makes you want to... Turn the fucking volume off. I literally turned off the music halfway through this game because I was just like, it's giving me a fucking headache. Right. I can't hear the car. I can't hear the sirens. I can't hear people talking to me because it's just this loud fucking doof music going on. There is a time and a place for doof music. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. All for EDM. If you like EDM, that's great. Not in a fucking racing game. Not in a game where I want to hear the car. Yeah, they, or and they you need to listen out for sirens and radio and stuff. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And they have this thing when the in the game with the customization options where you can like change the sound of your car and make it sound, you know, the exhaust sound like this or this or this. And you can't hear it because there's fucking obnoxious music just blaring all the time. If you want to make an EDM festival game, make a fucking EDM festival game. Don't make it in my racing game. Don't in put a game where I'm street racing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Illegal street racing where I'm trying to get away from the cops. It's like I compared it a little bit to the the latest release of FIFA that came out this year. Yep. Someone had this excess of like fucking neon, and they're like, "Yeah, we bought all this neon colours." Yeah, we put just put this fucking neon this game. It's going to expire. We're not going to have the license next year, so they just put neon all through this game, and it's just that kind of neon neck tattoo attitude. It's just uh, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, like yeah. really like in your face, like we're fucking cool because we don't follow the rules and shit. Fucking take that. And yeah. it's just it's obnoxious. It's really obnoxious. Okay. Just the whole that's the whole attitude to this game is is expressed in the first like five minutes of starting it. Yeah. And you're like, I, I'm you're already not interested in what they've have, they've got to say. Well well Need for Speed of course it's it's got some pretty fucking iconic and sweet cars. I think the first time I saw a Lamborghini was in Need for Speed game. What's the car selection like in, in Need for Speed Heat? Look, I uh, the the first car that you get, like you get a selection of four cars. I stuck with the uh, the Mustang, of course. What, of course, are the four cars? I'm interested to know if you can uh, recall. Um, so you've got a BMW. I think there's a um, 
be like a BMW Z3 or something. Yeah, uh, there's I, I can't remember the other couple. I wasn't interested. As soon as you saw the Mustang, I saw the Mustang. And I was like, why the fuck am I looking anywhere else? I'm going to race the Mustang. And yeah, it's it's fun to drive. But they they have bought in the um, uh, they've got the license back for Ferraris in this game. Oh. So late game, like very fucking late game. Yeah. Like we're talking, you would have to grind for a couple of weeks to earn up enough rep and enough cash to buy that car. Okay. So it's and it's. I, I don't know. I I didn't have the patience to get through that. I was like, I'm just going to get through enough of the experience to understand the game yeah. without going any further because I don't want to spend my time with this game. So you, but yes, there are there are some some cool cars available: BMWs, Ferraris. You can get some and stuff. Yeah, and they they are, they look okay, but the overall look of this game, like you you play a Forza game, right? Oh, yeah. And you can easily access fucking great cars you can buy them off players you can see you know do all sorts of stuff there's a really good market system to buy ga- cars in this game yeah and it's easy to purchase them right yep you do a race you earn money you do some tricks you earn money you buy a car yep. you don't have to worry about fucking reputation or all this other bullshit it's one system to get that money uh, to get those cars yeah and it's, it's easy it's a really simple structure this one with Two sets of currency almost in the game to get you the same thing. It's just bullshit. Okay, so you get standard cash from yeah. day races. Yes. Reputation from night races. Yeah. You need a large amount of reputation and cash to buy, say, a Ferrari. Yeah. Are there microtransactions to buy cash and currency to instantly purchase a Ferrari? There are. That explains a lot. Yeah. Well, it, it, it explains... Well, I mean, that's the, how this fucking game's set up, right? It's, it's, it's coming it's in the game It's a little culture. bit like... I, I will say, look, there is a little bit of that in, in games like... It, it's there isn't Forza, but Forza you can easily obtain money. Like, if you instantly want a Ferrari, yeah. you'll need to pay for it. If you want a Ferrari later on, you'll either get it in, a, in a, one of those wheel spin things, yeah, or you'll get it within, like, six hours of playing the game. Yeah. And look, like I said, I think this is the, the poor cousin to Forza. Yeah. For everything they've done in this game... Forza Horizon did it better. Yeah. And they did it a year ago. So this game has come out a year late. Yep. And just, just way too short on all of the execution. It's just like they, they went, oh, fuck it. We've we're, we got to get this game out. Just copy what they did, but do it worse. Well, I saw, um, I know for a, I wouldn't say for a fact, but I know Ford to have a lot of cars. Yeah. Like they've got like 500, 600 cars every game. Yeah. But I know Need for Speed's customization options in regards to cars kicks the crap out of Forza's ones. In regards to the, the body kits and the, the colours and the stickers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but you can put it like, I, like I was looking at it. That yes, there's some interesting options in there. And I think I, I eventually set up my Mustang the way that I wanted it to be. Yeah. And it was great. It was a lot of fun. It, dri- it finally started driving much better. Like you, you put a, yeah, you can get upgrades. But again, it's all reputation and currency kind of system. Yeah. But... Like they, you know, they've got giant obnoxious spoilers and all the rest of it. I think there, there is, there's probably enough customization in this game to make that that part of it works really well. Okay, um, it's I would say it's on par with Forza. Forza is more of a, a realistic uh, modification system. Yeah, this is more of a video game arcade version of the so, yeah. Yeah, so it's an arcade racer similar to like Call of Duty as an arcade shooter. Yeah. Yes, yes it is, but yeah. I would say that where Call of Duty tries to take itself a little bit more seriously, this goes down the silliness way. So, okay. it's, yeah. I, look, I, I, I can understand why people would like this game, yep. 
but I, I honestly don't think if you looked at this game as a, as opposed to other games that are out there, yeah, uh, whether they are simulators or if they're arcade races, yeah, I think there are many other better games in this category that have been released within the last year that you should spend your money on. Yes, yeah, so that's one of the problems I found with Grid. It told you it was a professional yeah. series, like Star Racer, and yeah. going doing a professional tracks. And then I'm in a Formula One car drifting around a corner, and it comes up with Great Drift. I'm like, F1 Zone Drift. Let's. I want to talk about drifting as well because drifting is built into the core mechanic of this game, right? Yeah. So this game is all about fucking drifting. And to initiate a drift, how would you think you would do that? Pull the handbrake. No. What you do. Oh, in my car, you pull the electronic handbrake. <laughs> you turn off the traction control. Anyway, no. Oh, is that how you do it? Yeah, you turn off the traction control. Oh, no, you pull the handbrake. No, well, you've got to turn the traction control off, otherwise it won't drift. Oh, the e-brake. Yeah. Anyway. The ickies. In this particular game, you don't actually have to use the brake at all. What? The standard functionality of this game, the, the way that it's set up, is that you go into a corner... You, t- you initiate the turn, and then you feather the accelerator. So you take your foot off, and you put your foot on, and that will initiate a drift. You don't touch a brake to drift. You don't touch the brake to drift. That's... It's fucking stupid. It is, it is literally one of the most buggy, broken mechanics I've seen in a game ever. There's an option even. They, know, they knew that this was so bad that they give this to you in one of the quick menus that allows you to switch it off to traditional brake to drift mode. Yeah, that's not smart. I, it's I so bad. Smart. And everything, like every single challenge is like, oh, you got to drift and earn points around this track. And, oh, uh, let me show you how to drift in this car. It's like, no, I want to race. I don't, if I want to drift, it should be an optional mechanic in the game. Yeah. It shouldn't be a, this is a story mission that you must drift to pass this thing. It should be a, if you want to drift, go here. Yeah. If you want to race, go here. Story missions are just racing or getting away from the cops. or But the core story missions include aspects where you have to drift. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I'm interested in a little bit of drifting, but not enough that I want to go around a fucking you know, figure eight course and just drift the whole time. Yeah. It's, it's, they just, they force these things on, on players and it's just no fun. Well, it'd be like, now that I know you have to turn traction control off in a car to drift, thank you. Um, <laughs> like that should be like a thumbstick thing. Like if you want to drift, click the thumbstick and it turns traction control off, and then you can just. And then yeah. when you want to, like, if you go into a straight, click the thumbstick again, turns traction control on to get better fucking speed. Yeah, no, it's literally uh, you go into like a quick menu and turn ch- uh, it to um, traditional uh, to, break yeah. to drift mode. It's fucking stupid. That is how you drift, and like, and I was like, you know, break uh, like putting the handbrake on and then you know, feathering the accelerator and car was going all over the place until I learned to turn it off. It was just stupid. I had, I almost gave up on it in the first hour of playing just okay. because of that mechanic. How is the, what, what are the positives about this game? There's got to be something good that Need for Speed Heat does in order for you to give it a 6 out of, out of 10 or a 3 out of 5. It's not, uh, like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I think there is, there are some good things going for it. There is, a little bit of fun to have yeah. as far as the racing is concerned. When you've got a competitive challenge going on, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. But most of the time, you are either dead last or like, you know, two laps ahead of everybody else. Like, yeah. there's no, there's not a lot of that in between. Um, and I don't think they level up well enough. So, when the racing is competitive, it is really fun. Yeah. Uh, when you bump, because these cars just like bump straight into you, they don't fucking care. They run you into a wall, run you off the road. Yeah, that that's that can be good. Yeah, 
when it works, when but it's not working often enough to make it a good game. Okay. So uh, the the cop chases yep. are boring as batshit. Positives, fuzzy. Positives. I'm just I'm trying to find. It's really hard to find it. There's enough about this is game. There, is there? Uh, I don't want to say anxiety, but like adrenaline. Is there? Is it fucking like when there's a heap of cops chasing on like helicopters and lights and shit like that? Is it like fuck? This is rad. Like this the is only adrenaline I felt up. when I was being chased by the cops was how quickly can I get to the water? Because driving into the water crashes the cop cars, and you re- you respawn out of the water. And you, you, you've yeah, evaded the cops. That, yeah. That's the only adrenaline. I, I didn't feel any adrenaline. I was just annoyed because essentially, like, they are just sitting on your boot the whole time. Yeah. So, all right. Like, they've taken all of the fun out of a game that used to be really fun. Need for Speed Most Wanted, a lot of fun playing that game. This game, I just think, is a massive disappointment. Like, I gave it a six because there's enough in here to, to warrant a six yeah. from a performance perspective it, 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 it works it's yeah. you know the yeah, customization stuff's a lot of fun like setting up a car the way you want it there's a lot of great community stuff so people have got lots of skins for your cars so you can make them look the way you want or the, like you know just download one of their versions yeah that's really easy like a lot of that stuff's really fun but the characterization the backstory the the setting the music the driving itself in this game is just is it, not fun. Would you say you'd recommend it if if you've exhausted all of your options in regards to like not necessarily exhausted all your options, but there are those periods you know, multiple times throughout the year where you finished, you know, God of War, you finished Star Wars, you finished. No one's playing, you know, fucking Call of Duty or Siege anymore, and you yeah. want something else to play. Is this a good filler for the next big thing? Go and buy Forza Horizon because it's a better it's game. A, it's an Xbox only title though. Yeah, no, that's true. Look, if you're looking for a racing game, um, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I, look, I've re- I've reviewed a lot of racing games this year, yeah. um, mostly simulated ones. So like the F1 uh, 2019. Oh. Uh, Dirt I reviewed that as well, my friend. <laughs> Dirt Rally 2.0. Yes. Uh, like I, I've had some fun with like hardcore sims. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to this, I it, like I said, it is a game that should have been released a year ago. And was released a year ago in a better format, which is why I keep saying Forza. Like, yeah, okay. So go find something else. This is not worth spending seventy dollars on an Australia, yeah. um, you know, full price title. I, I don't think it's worth that. All right. For the for that money, you can buy anything else. So literally, go do that. All right. Well, of course. Uh, next, no, couple of maybe. I, I think maybe Wednesday I'll drop the episode of the our Star Wars chat that's coming up. Yeah, sure. So. That'll be. Uh, we'll have thoughts. You'll be playing it, playing it fresh. Oh mate, I am. Uh, I'm pre. I pre-downloaded my copy of this one, ready to go at twelve oh one. So yeah, ready you go, are you to going go. To work tomorrow. Um, yes, if my boss is listening, <laughs> I will be definitely available for anyone who makes an inquiry through to me tomorrow. <laughs> um, well, yeah, there we go. So we'll we'll be. Keep, keep an eye on the, the podcatchers. Yes. Because uh, there will be the Star Wars special that we're doing. Um, a lot of people are curious about it, like Andy Campbell, big Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah. He's, he's hanging out. I oh, mean, this game, it, it looks very exciting. And I, I mean, how did you find it? Nope. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so, oh, I want to know. But yes, we will find out uh, very, very soon. 
check out the YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you check out the uh, the video review that's going speed. up. Yeah, there's Need for Speed, uh, the video. There's Need for the Speed, Lion King, uh, COD's up there. Uh, we did one. Yeah, we've done a bunch of... Uh, did the, my long-ass Doom one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that full of memes. <laughs> it certainly it was more memes than game, but it was great. I, I had a lot of fun making that. Uh, yes, yeah, so check out all the reviews. They're all up. And, yes, Star Wars will be up there the moment it goes live. 4 p.m. Yep, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Australia... Melbourne time. Melbourne time. That East, time. Australian Eastern... Daylight Savings time. Yeah, whatever. That's the one. Melbourne, 4 p.m. Uh, I think it's in the States, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Pacific time. Yep. Yes. But yes, it's going to be awesome. We'll be back next week uh, with uh, with our special review on Star Wars and then... Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. And possibly more Star Wars chat because I'll Pokemon. still be playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Until that time... Uh, this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you to never, ever, ever pre-order anything, ever. And this is Judy reminding you to play with each other and to play with yourself. Excellent. You got it this time. Yeah. <laughs>